Migrants in Ireland. Hello and welcome to Migrants in Ireland. This week we're going to talk to a lady from South Africa. It's Women's Day in South Africa this week and we think it would be nice to speak to a lady, a beautiful lady from all the way over there. This is Pindale Malloy who uh, moved to Ireland not so long ago, about a year ago, with her two-year-old son. I'm a Salam seeker in Ireland. I uh, have uh, one year, four months in Ireland and uh, I've it's just not been an easy journey. Okay, now to start from the beginning, you arrived one, one year and four months ago. Yes. And tell us what, what brought you to Ireland? Well, I had uh, problems uh, with uh, my uh, community, so that's the reason why I came to Ireland. I have a child with a foreigner, as you know, that uh, majority of South Africans are xenophobic, and uh, it was something that... My family uh, were against me having a child with, with a foreigner, and uh, my my son was seen as a as not a South African, you know. Yeah, even though I'm the mother and the father is a foreigner, and he was born in South Africa, but he was not seen as a South African. So. Okay, so that's pretty bad, isn't it? Even your own family wasn't accepting. Yes, yes, yes. So you decided to that it would be better to leave the country. Yes, for my son's safety, you know. Um, yeah, that's the reason why I came. Because there have been xenophobic attacks, and it's, it was that the reason that made you scared. The oh yes, it it, it makes you scared because uh, with what happened to me, it, with my experience, uh, that's that's how I had to come, you know. It, it, and it happened again, so that is the proof. Yeah, yeah. People are not accepting, which is a which is a pity, really, isn't it? But uh, you you tried and. To come here and make a better life for yourself. Yeah, I tried because, you know, I, I grew up in South Africa. I am a South African. I know how South Africans think. I know how they behave. So I am the better person to talk about pe- uh, South Africans. Because I think you, you get a lot of people asking you, why on earth would you want to go away from South Africa? Oh, I- yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I must say South Africa is a beautiful country. You know, it's not as if I, I came to Ireland um, after all these free things that they are giving us now. We do have them in my, in our, in my country. You know, we, we, we do have uh, free houses that we get from the government. We do have free education, uh, high school and primary. Uh, even in college, we do go for free. You can apply for that. You go to hospital for free, you get your medication for free, you get social for free, you know. So Ireland could actually learn a bit from South Africa. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they could. You know, if, if, I were, if I was to get sick in South Africa, I would have my operation for free. I wouldn't be uh, asked for a medical card or whatsoever. So that means you're definitely not a, an economic migrant? No. You're here for your, for your safety and for your son's yes, safety? Yes, 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 of mm. course. And so you've been here a year and four months and mm. you are in direct provision. Yes, I am in the direct provision. And how does that? Oh, it's it's just bad, you know. It, it It is bad. It's not as if where I come from, I come from a luxury place where about I had my own big house, mansion house and all that. No, I, I'm an average South African who, who lived an average life, you know. And I, I worked hard for most of the things that I had. And it's something that I would love to work hard even if I'm, I'm still here in Ireland and I'm seeking asylum, I'm still waiting for my case to be dealt with. You know, I would really love to work for my kids like mm-hmm. I used to. But now I am I, I can't do all those things because of uh, we are not allowed to do that. I can't provide for my son the way I would love to provide for him. 
And again, it's just not easy for him to, you know, when your child grows up in reception, who would want their child to grow up in reception? Yeah. Yes. How is your son? Does he ever say anything about it? About no, him? he's still a baby. Oh, you know? how old is yeah, he? Yeah, he's turning uh, two years in September. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he can't mm. really, hasn't got any idea actually of what no, normal life is like. No, he mm. doesn't. No. Yeah. And there are many children there in Clonakilty, I think, aren't there? Uh, there are many children. Even there. I don't know because I I mind my own business. I try my very best to not to be around the lodge most of the time because it becomes very stressing. As I was a very active person back home, so for me being in one place, it really would make me very crazy. You know, I do ask myself that. I do pray that I would not stay there for for more than three years. Okay. You know, at least. Yeah, and um, it must be quite difficult living together with people from all over the world. Really. Oh yes, oh yes. Mm. With you know, it 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 it's not easy. Recently, you know, in South Africa, we had xenophobic attack. You know, when 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 all that happened, people were coming to me and say, "Yeah, you South Africans." You know, it was like they would attack me. It's just not easy. I want to defend myself. I can't defend myself with all these African people. <laughs> you know, with, with my brothers, what they are doing to them. It's not my fault. I never done anything bad to anybody. I have a child with a foreigner too. Yeah, oh, it's nice. just not easy. Very, very difficult. Yeah. Now, you studied marketing, didn't you? Yes, I did study marketing and I had my own business. I was um, selling. I, I also did Avon products for ladies. I did weddings, makeup and uh, all those stuff for nice ladies to look good. Yeah. So you're actually bursting to get out there and, and do the same I am. Thing. I am. I'm not used to, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people there can, can contribute to the society as well. And it's not just by what you've studied, but also by your own culture. By my own culture, I have a gift, you know. I have a gift that I would love to share with the Irish people, you know, to, to show them who am I, where am I coming from, why do I have to offer? Yes, you know. And one of the things you do well, I know, is singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one song that you would like to share with us, isn't there? Yeah. Could you do it now? Can tell tell us a bit about it first. Okay, Shoshaloza is a struggle song where about all the, the, the migrants were coming to South Africa to work and then uh, they, they were not allowed to stay. So every time, every Friday, I think they were allowed to leave the country and come back again to work. So it was a song that was formed by them, you know, to keep them going, you see. Shoshaloza South Africa, when we are Balega, South Africa. Thank you. Lovely. That's really, really lovely. Are you feeling a bit homesick sometimes? I do feel homesick. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and you told me when you go to church here, it's completely different than it is in... Oh, yes. The church here, uh, 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 the Catholic, I mean, the Catholic church, you know, our churches will go on for three hours, four hours, but here it's just there uh, 45 minutes, you're in, you're out, you know, just because of the music, that is what keeps us going. It makes us strong, you know, you take whatever that comes your way. So, yeah. Yeah, so you sing a lot. I do. And dance as, as well, I think. 
singing and dancing. When you look at uh, anything about South Africa on the television, there's always a lot of music and a lot of it dancing says it involved. All. It says it all, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you, how would you see your future now once you get out of here? What would you like to do? I mean, like, out of the direct provision. I would like to do so many things. I would love to help the kids with uh, teaching them all the African music, all the African dance, all the African history behind all that, you know just to uh, educate them about that. I would really love to do that. And, and, and do you think it would be important for South African children who, who were born here to teach them about their culture and keep them up to date? Very important. Even even all, all, all kids, you know, yeah, it, it, all of them, yeah. yeah. Do you speak your language? Which language do you speak, actually? I speak Zulu, I speak Sotho, I speak Tswana, I speak Kosa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one is your language? You know? My language is South Sotho. South Sotho? Yes, okay. but my father is Zulu, so I speak Zulu. So. Okay, and what do you speak with your son? My, I speak English. English. Because mm-hmm. I would love uh, to him to, to, to understand everybody around. But I will teach him my own language soon. Even though we have Polish people there, he speaks Polish sometimes Does because <laughs> uh, most of the people in, in, in the kitchen, they speak Polish. So every time they reply, they will reply in Polish. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was a lovely Pindele Molloy from Johannesburg in South Africa, who is currently staying in the Direct Provision Center in Klanakilti. And if you would like to feature in this podcast, please do contact me. The best way to do so is on Facebook. So you go to facebook.com forward slash migrants in Ireland. And that uh, will take you to our page, like the page, and then you can also uh, leave messages there and I will get in touch with you. Thank you very much for listening. Do come back to us next week. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Just search for Migrants in Ireland. And thank you very much. And till next week. Show, 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 show.